Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Vihangam Yog Global Online Satsang. We welcome you once again to this platform. If it's your first time, we hope you enjoy your stay. If you're coming back, thank you very much for your ongoing support. And today we're diving into a very important topic, very foundational to this entire platform, which is how is Vihangam Yog unique? And uh, today, of course, we're diving into Vihangam Yog. And in the modern world, we see there's a big shift towards mindfulness, meditation, yoga. And when we start to look at the word yoga, we start to understand it to be a way to discover yourself in a way that's testable, provable, verifiable by your own self. There's no need to believe anything. You only need to practice and experience things. But as we dive further into yoga, we start to see there's many different forms which we'll obviously start to dive into today. And the, the question becomes, what is the uniqueness of Vihangam Yoga? Where does it fit into the picture? Why should I gravitate towards it when there's things like Pran Yoga, Chakra Yoga, Kundalini Yoga, so many different, there's an entire list of so many that we can you know, and, embark upon. So today we'll try to understand where Vihangam Yoga differs, its uniqueness, and how it aids all those people around the world practicing it. We're joined once again by a wonderful international panel, Vijayji from the US, Dr. Hemanji from India, and of course, I myself am presenting this wonderful platform to you from Sydney, and my name is Abhinav. Of course, just as with every week, if you have any questions which you are starting to think about and you'd like to express, the, the URL you can see on the screen right now, www.slido.com slash it's a great place you can place those questions. We'll be going through them during this session. You can also send your questions on WhatsApp on the number you can see on the screen. And now we'll start to dive into our session, the talk Q&A. We'll be, we'll be guided by our international panel and I will in be introducing all the speakers who are joining us one by one. The knowledge of Yohangam Yog is utterly unique, clear and distinct in its philosophy. It gives us a map to understand everything there is in spirituality and the universe at large. To enable us to understand this further, we'll now be joined by VJG from the US. VJG is a graduate of BTEC from IIT, from IIT Kharagpur and a software professional. He's also an avid and longtime practitioner, practitioner of Hyangam Yog, and he's been teaching people all around the world about this science for a very long time. Before we dive into this, once again, if you have any questions, www.slido.com slash vbygos is where we're gonna be looking into the questions you all have. We'll be picking them off and presenting them to VAG and another speaker I'll be introducing very soon. There's also a WhatsApp number, which is coming onto your screen just now. Uh, if you have any questions which you'd like to express via that number instead, please do feel free and we'll dive into them soon. I'll now request Vijayji to take us further into this topic and bring us toward a deeper understanding of the uniqueness of Vihangam Yog. Jay, good day everybody. Vijay from Edison, New Jersey, USA. We have very interesting topic today. How is Vihangam Yog unique? I have an interesting memory about you. 
Yes, you. I may not know your name, but I know you. I know you and your very pleasant past. You are the child of a king. The king who had all kinds of edibles that you liked the most. Nothing else could ever make you as happy as you get in your own kingdom. One day, you got curious to explore something you saw far away. You left your kingdom to experience what that is. You lost your way. You do not know how to return to kingdom. You fell asleep, tired and very hungry. You start dreaming. What you see in the dream is that you're falling into a trap, a very large enclosed trap with non-breakable walls from all sides. Trap gets closed. You do not know the exit. Interestingly, you find yourself encaged in a chariot and several tracks going in all directions, including one going up within the trap. There are several things to eat all over places. But unfortunately, nothing could ever be as satisfying as it was in your own kingdom. My friends, this trap resembles the span of life given to us as a human life. And the height of the trap is the scale of time. The trap is shrinking from the bottom with surface rising up every moment. And you riding a chariot, that chariot is nothing but the human body. Human body in which mind is the rein that grips the horses in control and horses are the organs of the body. You wanted to do your best. You are dreaming, you are dreaming, but in dream, you wanted to do your best, but chariot is all shaky and uncontrolled. You desire to move faster, but horses deviate. Pegs and knots of chariot also gets loose with uncontrolled horses every now and then. This is something like your current aspirations of life. You want to achieve big in life and you know you can do a lot better if you could stay focused and lose less time in deviations. This is where you start thinking. I must keep my chariot in perfect order to help me grab as much joy as possible with, with you know, time space shrinking every passing moment. You find several yogic systems to help you with that. You visit them. They fix your chariot to stay stable with picks and knots tight again. They do a great job putting things in order 
and calming the jumping horses. This is nothing but several yogic practices based on asana, breathing, chanting, and relaxing meditation of various types. You feel perfect. Horses are healthy and calm. Pegs and knots are tight. That's all you wanted in order to move faster. But as you move forward, your horses are still deviating, restless. What went wrong? You consulted those yogic systems again. They say, well, I find the problem. I know what the problem is. Chariot is all in perfect order, but horses are jumping. So they take the horses through soothing experience, you know, some calming experience like chanting, breathing, singing, dancing, and all sorts of yogic practices. Horses are calm again. You move forward. You went little ahead, but horses are deviating again. You realize now. By now you understand, temporarily relaxing horses and tying up all parts of chariot in order again and again is certainly just a temporary solution. The real solution would be to know the art of keeping keeping the horses in control. Do we know what can keep chariot in perfect control? Of course, the rain, rain that grips the horses in control is what you need to know about. What is that rain in this human body? It is nothing but the mind. By visiting several yogic system, could we yet discover where the mind is in the body? What is mind made of? Is it as gross as brain or is it conscious or is it something in between? Is it brain? Many people think that mind is brain. Let us hear what Professor Stephen Williams of Queensland Brain Institute in Australia, Australia has to explain. In his words, if you want to give our full concentration Something happens in the brain to enable us to focus and filter out distractions. There must be a mechanism that signals the thing we want to focus on. However, this mechanism is not well understood. What Professor of Brain Institute could read is the changes in the brain when we focus. But this does not conclude that these signals in the brain are the root reason for focus. Rather, signals seem to arise after some entity has already decided what to focus on. So who is responsible for focus if not brain? This is where the system, system of Vihangam Yoga begins to stand tall. 
you wanted to get rid of deviations you knew the limitations of yogic practices that could only temporarily relax soothe they could give temporary effect what vihangam yoga does differently is that it teaches you about the reign of the chariot which is the prime factor of keeping chariot in control through the first stage of vihangam yoga initial few stages of vihangam yoga itself we learn the location of the mind in the body yes mind has a location when you are awake it has a location when you are dreaming it has a location in the body when you are in deep sleep through vihangam yoga initial stage we learn how to control the mind itself how to tighten the grip of the rein so that the chariot remains in perfect control to achieve excellence in life in all arena of our life that's what we want but the story of vihangam yoga does not end here unlike several other yogic systems the aim of this life is not only to achieve excellence excellence in life in life is something which is gifted by vihangam yoga just in initial stages of practice but vihangam yoga is here to deal with much much more deeper concern that we are in did we realize that we are in a trap of life and it has non breakable walls how can we come out of it why do we want to come out of it the food that we are eating within the trap we are finding it not as satisfying as we eat in our own kingdom so vihangam yoga deals with the happiness that we are seeking it does not stop just at giving the excellence that we want to achieve in life to prosper in all arena but it deals more fundamental problem which is the problem of discontentment we are unhappy from inside we are seeking something to feel more happier happier than what you are right now more and more what we are in reality is different from what you see in front of the mirror while we get too busy in solving the riddles of the trap where we find that the trap is shrinking you know which resembles our life span is shrinking you know every passing moment you know we are getting aged getting older while we get too busy in solving the the problems of the life we forget the very fact that we are not just this life our existence is not only in this temporary reality but there is another reality where we belong instead of solving the problem how to come out of this trap 
what if there is somebody who can shake us and make us awake the moment you open your eyes your trap is gone there is no four walls around you there is no chariot which is encaging you there is no surface rising up there is no time bond you find yourself an eternal entity an entity whose source of happiness is something which does not exist in the trap what if you get a touch of the bliss that you actually want from inside my dear friends we are talking about the realm where you belong not your body not your life we are talking about the realm of consciousness that you are when you read the wikipedia about shanti devi we know that she remembered her past life which only tells that you do not cease to exist when you die only your body perishes but you exist even in current life in current aspirations of your life what are the strength you are using to achieve excellence you are using the strength of your body strength of your mind strength of your intellect strength of your chitta strength of your breath strength of your speech all physical in nature what about the strength of your own the strength of consciousness do we know how to tap that strength not only vihangam yog teaches how to control the mind to give you the permanent solution of making the best use of the chariot in achieving all heights in life but also it adds another dimension in your life another strength in your life which was missing it is the strength of consciousness right now when you open your eyes how far can you see right sitting at one place can you hear the conversation happening in your remote country where you actually were born can you see the stuff happening over there in your village right sitting at one place here in another country we cannot because our experience is limited to the indriyas of our body whereas we are unbound to explain it further i would tell you the real experience that happened in 2007 in in bangalore there was a disciple of vihangam yoga practitioner who sat in meditation and her consciousness connects to her husband no whatever her husband think in mind she is able to hear it whatever her husband 
performs, wherever he goes, whoever he talks to, whether he goes away from the house, go up or down, she's sitting in the meditation in a closed room, is able to experience everything. What is the dimension that she used to achieve such experience where your eyes and ears are not able to reach, but she is able to reach? If we read about the epic Mahabharata, you know, there also, right in the battlefield, the conversation between Arjuna and Krishna is being heard by somebody sitting in Hastinapur. How is he able to hear it? How is he able to, you know, repeat the same thing to, to the king over there who is blind, who is eager to know what is happening in the battlefield? This is where there's another strength, which is the strength of consciousness, which can enable you to reach beyond what your indriyas cannot go to. So beyond achieving excellence in life, what more Vihangam Yoga gives us is the touch of the dimension which can only satisfy us, which can only give us the best happiness that, that we want. Because the source of happiness belongs to that dimension. Now with eyes, can you hear? We cannot. With nose, can we smell? We, with nose, we can smell, but can we see? We cannot. With tongue, can we hear the sound? We cannot. Our indriyas are limited. How can we attain the touch of the consciousness with these indriyas? Whatever effort, whatever poses we make, whatever breathing we do, whatever chanting we do, if our all yogic practices are based on these indriyas, can we ever in, enter into the dimension that these indriyas cannot reach to? Who can take us to that dimension? This is where the master of Vihangam Yoga stand apart. The master of Vihangam Yoga is called Sadguru. And Sadguru is also one prime differentiator in Vihangam Yoga. Sadguru carries a magnetic pull power, a power which works directly with the consciousness of the soul. Through his power, when a practitioner of Vihangam Yoga connect, they feel a force pulling upward. Many notice Vihangam Yogi is getting into the Bhastrika kind of Kriya while they sit in meditation. If even the practitioner do not realize how this Bhastrika is happening within me, but they do realize there is a force which is making me do this. It is that force called Sadguru which 
not only help in controlling our mind through that pulling force, but also when we awake, when we come out of the dream world, when we know our true self, that we are a conscious being through the practice of Vihangam Yoga, there also Sadhguru appears in that domain of consciousness. And then there's a whole lot of journey in the realm of consciousness, which is explained by Sadhguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj in his Udghosh, in his proclamation, where he says, Adhvut Marg Yog Vihangam Mai Tumko Batlaunga Yadi Vidhivat Tum Sadhan Kariyo Amar Lok Pohunchaunga and then he describes how I can take you to the land of immortality where you belong. He talks about the steps and the things that you experience even after enlightenment, even after you realize your true self. He explains what more happens from that abode. These detailed description in Vihangam Yoga makes Vihangam Yoga very special. With this, all I want to request the listener is to know that the yogic system is not only to give you excellence in life, but the sole aim of yogic system is to unite the soul with the supreme bliss that the soul is seeking in everything that you do. And this union of two consciousness can happen only when there is a science which could explore the science of consciousness. Only when there's a technique which can get you in, into the realm of consciousness. And Vihangam Yoga by definition, by name itself is about taking you into the realm of consciousness, uplifting you from all the bondages, taking you away from all the bondages, making you free from all the limits, unbound. And then enabling you to unite with the Supreme. With the limits of time, I conclude here, signing off from Edison, New Jersey, USA, expecting your queries in slider.com. Thank you. Thank you very much, BAG. Thank you for your deep reflection and thoughts on this topic. As we just discovered from BAG's discourse, there's a state of bliss which we're all looking for. You know, in the in the modern world, we we have so many ways in which we try to achieve a state of bliss, but unfortunately, it always ends up being a little temporary or predicated on something outside of ourselves. So as Vijay told us, Vihanga Mule is an absolute unchanging way, which through the path of consciousness, gives us a complete view of what bliss is and gives us a path towards it. Now, as we proceed, once again, if you have any questions, please do remember to convey them on either slido.com slash VYGOS or the WhatsApp number you see before you on the screen. Now for the next part, we are up to the most anticipated part of our session, the Q&A portion. 
We'll be going through this for the next 10 to 12 minutes, after which we'll proceed towards the end of our session. But this is the most exciting part. We start to look into some of the queries which our viewers and you and our wonderful listeners have. To take us through this part is VAG from earlier, for our prime speaker for the day. And joining us from India is Dr. Hemanji. Dr. Hemanji is an associate professor at IIT Bombay in the Department of Earth Sciences. And previously he used to work at the NASA Goddard Space Flight Center in Maryland, USA. I'm seeing a couple of questions coming through in Slido. And my main objective as the uh, facilitator of this will be to ensure we can get through as many of these as possible. I'd request both speakers to, uh, as much as possible, keep your answers uh, prompt so that we can proceed. So the first question I'll put to Hemanji, who's joining us, as I said, from India. And the seeker's asking, with what mindset does Vihangam Yoga suggest we live with in the world? Yeah, that's a very good question. And thank you for having me here, uh, Abhinavji. It's always a pleasure to share and talk about the unique uh, technique of meditation. And uh, the mindset which uh, we should live with is more of a comprehensive mindset, I would say. Uh, one which uh, we not only be let's say, like a yogi who lives in this world, uh, like Lotus, that he is engrossed in this world, he's interacting with this world, yet the world does not live within the, within the yogi. And, and that's what the meditation tries to achieve. And uh, that's what uh, yogi aims to achieve And while he lives in this world. And that's how we should try to live in. Uh, we just heard from Vijayji in his very beautiful discourse that he talked about the horses, the chariot, uh, the mind, which is ever wavery, and uh, we are getting distracted, deviated from our main aim. And that prevents us from uh, even doing good in our world. And with meditation, the unique technique of Vihangam Yoga meditation helps to first achieve uh, a con complete control on the mind first. So if we can control our mind, we control our energy because the energy of the soul, the you yourself, gets dissipated or disseminated through our mind. And that's how you interact with the world. So if you want to achieve that peace, uh, if you want to achieve the completeness uh, or the, the mindset which you want to live in this world, I would say we start with controlling the mind first and that's how we can uh, control the energy that we have. And then on top of that, once we have that, we can tap the potential and then we channelize, or let's say we harness, and then we channelize and divert our energy into something good and productive. So it helps not only in our day-to-day -day activity in our world, but at the same time, it also helps to elevate ourselves spiritually. And that's what Vihangam Yoga aims at, and that's what makes Vihangam Yoga unique because we've heard the yoga and uh, several different asanas and several uh, techniques which we have been uh, practicing, but have we really got the peace of mind? So, so if you want to achieve that, I believe uh, Vihangam Yoga, the unique technique of Vihangam Yoga is the way of life. Thank you, Avinamji. Thank you, Hemanji. Thank you very much for that very clear and wonderful answer. Sort of related to that question, uh, and, and the answer he provided is another question one of our seekers have, which is, 
you know, it's kind of tying into where Vihangria comes into the picture practically. So the seeker is asking what investment is required from a practitioner in terms of time and effort in this system. Uh, I think it's a really good tie-in to some of the things which Hemanji has been presenting to us. So I'd actually like to put this again forward to Hemanji. Uh, what are your thoughts on this question in terms of investment from a practitioner? Uh, what I've heard, I'm a scientist and I've heard uh, since the day I've joined uh, my research in Germany, uh, I used to analyze the data from the satellites. And uh, if you go by the satellite, we are getting 40 terabytes of data per, per half a day. So we're getting literally 100 terabytes of data per day. And if you want to start analyzing them, it, it, it seems that it's a humongous, it's a colossal task just to put them together. And then bringing out the science from that, that helps all of us is another big task. So the guide once walked up to me and said that if, if you ever make a model, try to fit the simplest model that uh, fits the data. And that should be the answer. You, you may want to improvise on the model which you have just turned or what the data has churned out, but then it should make sense. And if you go by the physical laws of this world, they're very simple. E is equal to mc squared, f is equal to ma, the gravitation law, the magnetics, the, the nuclear theory, all of them are very simple. So which simply means that the, although the core, the creation, the cosmos, the, the world appears to be very diverse, very, the vastness, you, you cannot fathom the depth. Uh, yet everything is simple and lucid, it's clear. When Sadhguru Shadafal Devji Maharaj did 17 long years of arduous penance in a cave and realized all the principles of Vihangam Yoga, Tinnits and philosophies, made it very, very clear. He, he perfected the technique. And then what he said that you don't have to invest so much. You just need 10 minutes morning and evening. That's all it takes. Even if you control, control your mind just for a minute, that's a lot. That's where we start with just 10 minutes of morning and evening investment. Trust me, just this much money, if you just invest in your bank account per day, the return is, is, is unimaginable. What you get in return is, is unimaginable. See, uh, by, from the scientific point of view, we all use our energy, which we call the mental energy or the energy from our intellect. It's just three to five percent. That's what, and uh, of three to five percent of our mental energy is utilized, uh, given the full potential that God created us. So if we are able to achieve just another half percent or one percent of, if we can stabilize it, if we can harness that energy that resides within us, we can do wonders. Even the geniuses who make discoveries or inventions, they barely use not more than 10% of their mental energy. So with meditation, you are able to harness that. So the investment here um, we're talking about is just 10 minutes morning and evening, and you should be able to control the mind and you can live the world the way you would want to, or you would, you would have always aspired to. Yeah, so that would be my take on this question. Thank you, Abhinavji. Awesome. Thank you very much, Hemanti. And uh, I think this brings us to the last question for the day, uh, which is a very interesting question. Uh, the, the seeker is asking, 
uh, very related to the, the last point you made, Hemanji, um, which so I'll hand it over to you uh, for the final question. Uh, if if everything is so simple in the Hangam Yog as is being talked about by Hemanji, why is everyone not already there? Uh, that's a very beautiful question, and actually, it applies to practically anyone practicing any form of meditation, relaxations anywhere across the globe with any masters. And of course, we also can take a cue from the bhajan which we just heard. We start our journey with full enthusiasm. Uh, we wanted to give up this entire world. We 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 thought that okay, we can conquer this world. Let's even embark on a journey of spirituality, which we call, let's say, meditation. And we just started. What we don't realize is that we have not got the knowledge along with it. We've just heard from someone that somebody got some experience because he followed a particular path or a technique and he achieved something. And you just follow that without realizing or getting the knowledge along with it. When, so when I say knowledge, what does it mean? It simply means that there are other things that are also happening inside your body. And one big thing that's happening inside is the chit. It's a camera, it's a recorder that records even your dreams, even your thought process, something which you have not spoken that's being recorded there. And of course, whatever action, deed, whatever you're doing in this world, while you interact with this world, is also been recorded. These are all recorded in very subtle form, which you call samskaras. And that's what makes our personality. When you see and talk to a person, the entire personality actually, the persona speaks and you can actually make out what kind of person, whether he was calm, composed, he was somebody who was sort of talkative or something. So you can actually find out. Now those samskaras at some point in time starts governing you. You started something and, and with zeal and enthusiasm and you start trying to give up. Let's say you invest 10 minutes morning and evening in meditation and you don't get the desired experience. What do you think you're, not do, you're gonna do? Most people actually give up. They say that it's just not happening. Perhaps you are experiencing, I'm not. You fail to understand it's the samskara that is overtaking us. We need, we need to realize that importance. And now when we talk about this, we're also talking about the blessings of the guru now. Suddenly the master becomes important. Keep in mind that the master of Vihangam Yoga is the eternal master, the eternal Sadguru, who appeared in front of Sadguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj, who had Sadguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj had the divine glimpse of that master. So the uniqueness of Vihangam Yoga Kain comes, comes into picture here, that this knowledge is Santmat. And Sadguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj did the artist's penance. He did not give up, he continued with the practice. So it's our prime duty that we also understand that when the samskara starts governing us or overpowering us, it's the Guru's blessings that comes, comes in handy. So what, in what form the Guru's blessings comes in the form? There are three ways. The service, seva, the sadhana, the meditation, the practice itself, and the satsang, the discourses, where you clarify all your doubts and queries. So when you go and do your practice along with seva and the clarity of all your questions and queries, seva, sadhana, sadhana, the tripod on which the, your spirituality path actually persists, 
That's how the blessings of Sadhguru is there with you. And when you take that together, then yes, you are going to move forward. So this becomes important to understand that uh, this is, uh, is, is equally important. It's not just embarking on a journey, but at the same time, and getting the knowledge along with it, and that helps you to yeah, go along the path uh, without, much, without much problems, uh, along with the blessings of Sadhguru Dev. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you, Vinoji. Thank you very much, Hemaji. And of course, thank you, of course, also to Vinoji, who was our prime speaker of the day. Now we have reached towards the end of our session. So, also, so to all of the wonderful speakers today, our panelists from all over the world, a big thank you for joining us. Of course, to all our listeners as well, a big thank you for listening and supporting us. Today's topic was how is Vihangam Yogi Nink? And it's actually something very important to me personally as well. For me, you know, as I mentioned, I'm from Australia, I'm from Sydney. I started meditating with Vihangam Yoga about seven to nine to 10 years ago now, when I was about 15, 16 years old, I was very lucky that I got the opportunity. And it's sort of amazing you know, when you, when you look back and then you look at yourself today as a practitioner of Vihangam Yog, you start to notice something's changed, but it's difficult to say exactly when that happened. It's sort of like when you're young and people say to you, Hey, like you got taller. And then when you think to yourself, when did I get taller? You can't really locate it. The, the point of saying all this is the path of spirituality is very subtle very unique in that way It's very subtle the changes we experience are empowering the way they change us is they give us the opportunity and the power to change they don't change us within themselves they give us the decision power the choice the power of choice to make the changes we look for, we are seeking in our lives so vihangam yog is a way to gain control over ourselves and that is the key thing. Vihangam Yoga does not change us. It gives us the opportunity to change ourselves. It is empowering. And so if you are interested in learning this technique, of course, please do reach out to us. Every week we reconvene and we speak about this science and we look into the different concepts it, it espouses. We try to apply these to our lives and reconvene every week and reflect on it. Of course, if you have any questions, please do continue placing them on slido.com slash VYGOS. We will always be picking them up in future sessions. And as we reach the end of our session, I'd like to uh, put, a, put a prayer in the feet of our Sadhguru, asking him to bless us all with a prosperous week ahead and a week where we are able to reflect and grow towards a deeper understanding of the world, our place in the world and the universe at large. So thank you, and let's reconvene in a week. Just with it.
दाखल शांति मय शांति शांति सुख शांति